Hello, these are your hosts, Grace and Kim. Hi. From the MISN CAP team. And welcome to the Real Women's Forum, where we discuss topics including, but not limited to, trust and relationships, sexual health, hygiene, racial issues, and misogyny. Recently, we have added subjects that pertain to youth and have created a section under our podcast named Adolescence with an X, where we will speak on topics that specifically relate to the youth in our community. Before we start, a small disclaimer. The Real Women's Forum does not issue any medical advice. Instead, the podcast serves as a safe and brave space for women and other members of the community to discuss, voice common concerns, and share their experiences. We encourage you to visit MISN's website to seek information on specialized programs regarding health insurance, improving birth outcomes, and educating teens on the risks of being sexually active. So today we have a different type of podcast episode for our listeners out there. We're just going to be talking about summer safety tips, being that this past Tuesday, June 21st, marked the official start of summer, and it was also their summer solstice. Thank goodness. I've been needing this warmth, personally. <laughs> summer has started, so um, we want our listeners to be able to have a safe and healthy summer. We're going to share some tips and just remind everyone how to be safe during the summer. Before we get too deep into it, what's your favorite thing about summer? I think it's a combination of going to get ice cream mm-hmm. and then having bonfires oh, over the weekend. Bonfires are good. Yeah. I used to go to summer camp, so campfires were, blood. <laughs> were my thing. Um, but I think my favorite things about summer are the sun, of course. You know mm-hmm. I'm a sun baby. And cookouts. We all know at least all the cap team knows I love a good hot dog. Good so, hot, dog. hot dogs so are I so love American. a cookout. I love a barbecue. I love pretty much any opportunity to eat a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> invite me out to all the barbecues. Listen, every barbecue invite me, please. I'm there. And thank you. No, I will be there. Well, you spoke of being a sun baby and I think that we can get started there. Sun safety is a really big thing during the summer. Mm-hmm. You got to wear sunscreen. It does not matter your race, your ethnicity. Mm-hmm. We can all get skin cancer. And it's yes. really important that you are not only applying sunscreen to your face, but to your body. And honestly, sunscreen should be reapplied every two hours. Yes. Especially like, I guess it's different maybe if you're sitting inside all day um, and you put sunscreen on this morning and you've been sitting inside and you're not by the window, okay. But mm-hmm. if you know that you're about to go back outside, a good thing to do would be to just take out some sunscreen and reapply because you never know how heavy the sun is going to be and we have to protect ourselves. And I think that there's a couple things that people don't really tend to know or realize about sunscreen. First off, it should be applied before you hit the sun. Very true. So it should be applied ideally 15 to 30 minutes before you even have any sun exposure so that you really get the benefits. It soaks up in your skin and it really helps protect against the UVA rays. That's big. You also mentioned reapplying. In my previous times as a lifeguard, I would always see people apply sunscreen while they're in the pool or while they're at the pool, but I never see them reapply. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, you do have to reapply uh, ideally every two hours, but it also just depends on the type of sunscreen you have. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're doing something like swimming or something where you sweat, it's even more essential that you reapply because the sunscreen that you just put on probably got washed off in the pool. Yeah. Um, and it's also really important that we're reading the labels on our sunscreen so you know how to correctly use the sunscreen you have. A lot of sports sunscreens 
will tell you that it's waterproof, but only if you wait a certain amount of time after applying it before you get in the water. Yes. If you don't wait that time, then you get in the water, your sunscreen is washing off and all of the sunscreen that you just put on was a waste. I will say I saw this uh, reel on, I guess, YouTube. Don't make fun of me. I watch YouTube <laughs> reels. But this girl bought... I wait, guess, wait. YouTube reel? Yes. Stop. I don't have to <laughs> I thought you meant a video. <laughs> no. Oh, God. There's YouTube reels. So th- apparently they they sell like sunscreen stickers. They're like circular. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how it works, but when she applied it, she had no sunscreen on. So there's like, it's a clear circle. And in the center, there's like a purple patch. And that tells you when you need to reapply sunscreen, which oh, I thought was really cool. So she put cool. it on, it's purple. Then in the video, she puts a bunch of sunscreen on and it goes completely clear when you have enough sunscreen on your body. Okay. And then throughout the day, um, depending on your sun exposure, it'll turn purple again. And so when it turns purple again, then you need to reapply. That's really cool. That would that probably cool. be helpful for a lot of people, especially folks who are learning about when to reapply sunscreen and how frequently they need to reapply. I might have to invest in that. (laughs) Well, apart from sunscreen, I think another big topic, and I know this isn't accessible to everyone, but is to limit sun exposure between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. because that's when the sun is the most damaging. Mm -hmm. That is when the UV is at a peak typically. And I know for some people listening, you might be the people that love to tan and you want to get dark and lovely over the summer and you want to get your tan in. And that's great. You just have to make sure that you're using sunscreen with at least 50 SPF. You will still tan, Mm -hmm. but that's what's going to protect your skin from skin cancer. Mm -hmm. And the protection that we do for our skin now is what's going to stop us from getting cancer later. So yes, right now you sit outside and you enjoy the sun and you don't see any issues, but later on in your life, you might have a ton of wrinkles that you don't want. You might end up having um, a blemish on your skin that could become cancer or that is cancerous. And these are things that we won't know how it's affecting us until much later on in our lives. So it's really important that we take the necessary precautions now and today and be active about it so that we don't have these issues later. Yes. And of course, if you cannot limit sun exposure between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., we do recommend getting covered up. So wear a hat. Uh, We have sunglasses. And of course, wear long sleeve shirts to Mm -hmm. really just protect your skin and your body from the sun. Oh, and a really important tip, do not forget to put sunscreen on your hands. Your hands will show signs of aging much faster than anything else. You can do everything for your face. You can do everything for your body, but it's very easy to forget your hands and your hands probably get the most sun out of everything. If you drive, Mm -hmm. when your hands are on the steering wheel, they're getting sun. If you have the windows down, your hands are getting sun. So it's really, really important that you also, even I use my face sunscreen on the backs of my hands because I feel like the skin on my hands is pretty gentle. And so I used my face sunscreen on there and it works really well. So I would just recommend also putting some sunscreen on the back of those hands. Yes. Well, another big thing that we should really take into consideration and keep in mind during the summer is to stay hydrated. Oh, yes. As the dehydrated girls, I will say that hydration is so important. (laughs) Fluids are lost through sweat for anyone that didn't know. And I mean, I will personally say during the summer, I sweat a lot. And so... I'm going to be lo- uh, losing all the moisture that I have in my body. And I'm going to, if I drink water and I sweat, then that hydration will be lost. And so it's important to 
rehydrate so that we make sure that our body is functioning, it's hydrated, and we do not suffer from heat-related illnesses Mm -hmm. such as heat stroke. Yes. And I will say, do not confuse being sweaty with sweating. Just because you're not sweaty does not mean that your body is not losing moisture. The same way that water can kind of just evaporate, water can evaporate from your skin even if you're not feeling like actively damp. So it's really important to get ahead and stay hydrated all the time. I don't know what size water bottles y'all are drinking, but mine I want to say is like 32 ounces. And I my goal for the summer is to be drinking three or four of these a day. Um, so how can we stay hydrated? What are some tips and tricks that we can all use to help make sure that we're drinking enough water on a day-to-day basis. I remember earlier you were telling me about that water bottle that you have that has like the timestamps on it. So you can pretty much keep up with how much water you're supposed to be drinking. I think something I personally am gonna try is setting a reminder on my phone every Mm -hmm. hour. So I'll at least have like one sip of water. And I think something that's also helpful is like ensuring that you're drinking enough water with your meals. So trying to have like a full cup of water right before and then maybe one after or one during and just trying to work hydration into your daily schedule so it becomes a part of your routine. And I think that's something that can help as well is you can make sure to consume foods that are very uh, water-based. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, no, like watermelon in the summer. (laughs) Such a good fruit seed during the summer because it is so full of water. So if we consume foods that have high water content, such as Grace said, watermelons or any type of melon, but there's also lettuce and cucumbers. I think celery is a good one too. Yes, celery. Thank Mm -hmm. you. So just high water content based fruits or vegetables will help. Quickly, I'm going to include some signs of dehydration so that we can make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. But if we have friends and family, coworkers, we can make sure that they are also being healthy and we're looking out for them as well. So what are some signs of dehydration? Some of these signs are dry mouth, headache, lightheadedness, constipation, as well as muscle cramps. I know one more, and this is a little bit random, but I did take a wilderness first aid class. Um, If you pinch the skin on the back of your hand, it should go back to normal immediately. If you're hydrated enough, if you have enough moisture, your skin should go right back to normal. But if you're dehydrated, it would stay almost in a tented position because there's not enough moisture. So that's another way to test dehydration. I feel like these other signs, dry mouth, headache, are probably going to come on a little bit faster. I will also say a lot of times when you're dehydrated, you might feel hungry. And then when you eat, you lose your appetite. Most times that's just because you were actually thirsty. So make sure that if even if you're hungry, you're feeling hunger, that you also drink some water and take that as an opportunity to remind yourself, hey, I need to drink too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Speaking of drinking, the summer is full of festivities, barbecues, parties, all types of things. Um, And it's important to be mindful of substances that also dehydrate us. So drinking a lot of alcohol will dehydrate you. Mm -hmm. And participating in use of illegal drugs will also dehydrate you. So it's important that you're taking all those things into account when making decisions for yourself about how you're going to conduct yourself this summer. And prioritizing your safety and how you want to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I think that also we should all remember that alcohol and other substances do not mix well with driving as well. Mm -hmm. 
And in the summertime, everyone wants to be outside. You want to see your friends. Maybe you're traveling down to the city or something. And that's great. And we should all be sure to enjoy ourselves over the summer. But we also need to be sure that we're doing the safest things for ourselves and the safest thing for everyone around us. Mm -hmm. You might make a decision for yourself and you say, hey, you know, I've had a little bit to drink, but I'm okay to drive. That's not true. Don't take the risk. Don't take the risk. And not only are you risking your own health and safety, but you're risking the health and safety of everyone else that's on the road. And so it's really important that you don't just think about yourself and your mom wanting you to be home at a certain time Mm -hmm. and you don't want her to yell at you, but you're also thinking about the fact that there are going to be other drivers on the road and they want to be safe as well. Yes. And this is if you are of age. Yes. If you are of age, I think that's you have to be very responsible. So if you do plan on doing any of that kind of stuff, you know, maybe stay at your friend's house and don't drive back home. Maybe make sure that you can carpool with someone who's also going to the same area or who lives nearby you. Just try not to drive while under the influence Mm -hmm. if you can. Mm -hmm. And if you are going to drive, make sure that you're giving yourself ample time for however much alcohol you drink to wear off. I think the typical waiting time is if you've had what is considered one drink, which would be like the specific measurements for each type of alcohol, (laughs) the standard drink, you have to wait two hours after consuming that drink before you would even possibly be able to drive. Or think. Yes. Think of driving. (laughs) So these are things to take into account. If you are insisting that you want to drive yourself home and you had a drink at 9 p.m. and now it's 11 o'clock, you need to think hard and say, hey, is this a smart decision? Should I do this? Or should I just wait a few more hours and see how I'm feeling? Yes. So keep that in mind. Speaking of partying, a big celebration over the summer is 4th of July. Mm-hmm. We have barbecues. We have uh, pool parties. Fireworks. Fireworks. Fireworks is our next topic. So how can we make sure that we're being safe when we're enjoying the 4th of July festivities? In 2019, fireworks caused an estimated 10,000 injuries that required emergency treatment. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of people. Yes. That's really scary, actually. I guess I didn't really realize how dangerous fireworks were, but I've also never been a part of setting them off. Mm. So I usually they someone just does them in my neighborhood and I'm like, oh, look over there. <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> fireworks show. Look at, look at your window. Yeah. Yeah. But with those statistics, I definitely think it's important to highlight firework safety. Mm-hmm. I don't know the legality mm-hmm. of them. Make sure it's legal first. Yes. <laughs> Make sure it is legal where you are to have fireworks. Mm-hmm. If not, mm-hmm. there are these things called sparklers that you can light. They're handheld. They're not dangerous. And they're just as fun. Maybe not the big noises and the loud crackles but they're still fun and it's a great way to celebrate the 4th of July. Or also I know that for my area, we have a huge 4th of July fireworks display on the river. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to hear the noise and you want to see it, you know, light up in the sky, you can attend those. Yeah, so definitely look for like a community firework display that you can be a part of if Mm -hmm. you maybe don't have the space in your backyard or in the park or it's not legal where you are. Um, but some things to take into account is you want to be sure that wherever you're lighting the fireworks is far enough away from your home, from trees, from power lines, from children, from adults, from cars, anything. (laughs) You want to make sure that you're keeping everyone safe and yourself, especially if you're the one lighting the fireworks. You got to run like (laughs) 
That's what I'll never knows. be. I won't be doing that myself. It's also important to remember to keep a safe distance once the firework is lit. Mm -hmm. So again, as Grace mentioned, do open spaces. And so once it's lit, make sure that there's no children nearby as it's lighting up. Make sure that everyone's from a safe distance. And also, I will say, I know that there's some rockets, not rockets, the ones where you point them and they shoot out fireworks. Oh, okay. They're like handheld fireworks. Almost. Yes. Don't point those at people's faces. Don't point them towards anyone. Just point them maybe straight up in the air. <laughs> I think maybe our best bet is not to use those. <laughs> maybe not. Because, you know, a lot can go wrong. You might think you're pointing it in one direction and then it goes in the other and then yeah. that's someone's bush. Or you weren't prepared for the intensity of the yes. firework coming out of it and you shake or something and it ends up pointing in the wrong direction. So I think that mm -hmm. those are maybe not the safest decision for everyone. Yes. Um, or if you do choose to, to use those, make sure you're supervised and there's someone present who maybe has used them before and knows exactly how to use them. Yeah. So, and read the directions, please. We don't want please anyone's houses to burn down. We don't Not want the, this summer. The fire department probably gets it too much every summer. Yeah. Please help them out. <laughs> Be Make <safe>. smart decisions. <laughs> you know, they're probably trying to enjoy 4th of July too. And then yeah. they're going to get calls from people. Something went in a bush. There's smoke. So please take our tips into consideration. Yes. Lastly, something that is pivotal to summer is swimming. Oh, we love a beach day. I think it's important to remember that swimming can happen in beaches, pools, lakes. It's not just, you know, their neighborhood pool. It happens in different kinds of water, open water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that brings water. different safety concerns. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's important to remember that kids aren't the only ones who need to practice safe swimming. Adults also need to keep safety in mind. As we mentioned before, there's a lot of drinking that may happen. Yes. And it is not a smart idea to do anything that could jeopardize your safety while under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Mm -hmm. So swimming while under the influence, not the best idea. Nope. I would also highly recommend swimming in places where there is a lifeguard present. So if something goes wrong, let's say your leg cramps up and you can't swim anymore. Oh. And that's, that's also a dehydration thing. So if you're hydrated, that probably won't be an issue. See, but all these <laughs> topics are related to one They another. are, they are. So if your leg cramps up while you're swimming and there's no lifeguard, there's nobody to help you out. So it's mm -hmm. better to maybe go to a lake where there's a lifeguard or a beach where there's a lifeguard or even a pool where there's a lifeguard so that God forbid something happens, there's someone there who's trained and knows how to deal with these situations and can help you out. It's important to not overestimate your swimming abilities. Because as we mentioned, if you're swimming in a lake, lakes aren't crystal clear. They are not. They're murky. Mm -hmm. If you know that someone's in, in trouble and you can't help them, that's why lifeguards are there. Exactly. Because they know how to handle murky water. Mm -hmm. We hope that you take something that we've mentioned away with you. And you just remember our tip so that you can stay safe during the summer. We all want to have fun. Everyone wants to enjoy their summer. We're all out of school, you know, the sun is out, there's so much to do. And so we just want to make sure that we're all prioritizing our safety and the safety of others so that we can all have the opportunity to enjoy the good weather while we have it. Yes. So with that being said, we hope that everyone stays safe. We hope that everyone 
takes in the sun because we only have it for three months. Mm-hmm. The nice weather. So that is it. Yes. And if anyone that is listening is interested in being interviewed or knows someone that might be interested in being interviewed for our podcast, please reach out to us via text or call at 845-248-3942. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.